Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things to seen, heard, or read to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. So Something weird happened to me last week. Weird in the sense that... You my... discovered shorts. I discovered... No, that was, that was the other, oh, that was the other podcast. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> it's more of a case where I was surprised with my reaction to a situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was walking up to, to watch a movie, by the way, mm-hmm. and... And uh, I found a twenty a folded twenty dollar bill on the ground. Oh, okay. As, as I was walking by, mm-hmm. if you see a twenty dollar bill on the ground, what would you do? I pick it up and run away. Okay, so Fast I didn't do that. Oh. <laughs> I just you walked. You I looked, son of a bitch! I looked at it and go, "Oh, twenty dollar bill!" Yeah. And I just kept yeah. walking. Wait, what? <laughs> you? I just fun. kept walking. Okay. Oh, okay. So and then and then I turn around to see mm-hmm. the couple behind me, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, you didn't pick it up either." Yeah. And she's like, "Pick what up? Yeah. The twenty dollar bill on the yeah. ground." And she looked, turned around and go, oh my God, there is a $20 bill. Yeah. Right? And then she goes, why didn't you pick it up? And I yeah. just kind of shrugged. Yeah. Right? Um, my conclusion to this is apparently I, I I have a lot of distrust with the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. You thought you thought you, you were being punked or something I like that? I thought I was being punked. Oh, my I God. I thought it was a prank. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was like, well, that can't be true. How cynical yeah. are you, man? I, I, apparently, I am. Apparently, yeah. I'm really cynical. Uh-huh. It's like, so, like, wow. Uh, that's, how, that's how I've become now. I'm, Seriously. I'm not willing to pick up a free $20 bill because I thought it was going to be a trick on me. No. Uh, to me, there's two options when you find money laying around. So you one, number one, you either pick it up and just go. It's it's yours, man. Money's yours, free money. So the second thing is you just pick it up and just give it to the nearest like store, like a lost and found or something like that. Right. You know I, mean? yeah. I I know Jessica. Well, why didn't you pick it up and like give it to the to the local charity yeah. that the that the movie theater has? Yeah. The, yeah. The nearest like store, uh, the money's in proximity yeah. to and stuff like that. Yeah. In my own uh, in my own life. Uh, a couple of couple of stories come up. Number one, I was on a flight from uh, the U.S. to China, and I went into the restroom, and for some reason, it must have must have fell out guy's pocket. But yeah, like a hundred, a hundred and twenty dollars was on the floor. I grabbed it. There was no way I was gonna find the, the person that that you know that lost a hundred dollar bill and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I just kept it and stuff like that. It was free money. And the second example I can think of is I found an iPhone once in the video store. Uh, this is a long time ago. The video store and stuff like that. Okay. But yeah, and I returned that. Uh, actually, I've done it a couple times. A couple times, I found iPhones just lying around. Well, I mean, if you if, if you yeah. if you find technology, I mean, you might as well just turn it in to lost yeah. and found or something. Uh, according to my brother, not everybody does that because he lost <laughs> yeah. he lost a, a couple iPhones on in Uber and stuff. They never returned. It yeah, because that. the resale value for iPhones are pretty good, and you yeah, can just sell them. Even yeah. though I, I thought they do they, they do a thing now where they check the the IMEI yeah. thing. And my my brother has mentioned that if they ever turn it on and stuff like that or power on, he can find the ISP or but whatever. But but. Some, but what they do now, because they know that you can somehow trace it, they just they just break it down for parts and stuff like that. I guess. Hey man, next time you take you see free money, just take it and run. Yeah, I usually ignore pennies or dimes or well, quarters. Oh, you're rich, you're rich. I used I used to pick up a dollar. I used to pick up dollar mm-hmm. bills though. I mean, it's a dollar yeah, bill. I mean, yeah. you lost a dollar bill, but twenty dollar bills. You, you know, I don't often find that. I've seen it in the past. Yeah. I've seen them in the past, and I have picked them up in the past. Uh-huh. But for whatever reason, this time around, I did not, and I guess. The world is just like, yeah. you know, pushing me down and making me very cynical, apparently. Or, like I said, or you can just flip around and say, hey, man, you're a good person. Here's your $20. Here's a reward. Now get out of here. I guess. I guess. It's got to be a cash somewhere. It's got to be a cash somewhere. Seriously. Anyways, uh, on this 249th episode of the show, uh, we are going to be talking about uh, 20th Century Fox, actually. Mm-hmm. And Disney's uh, reaction to them so mm-hmm. far. <laughs> Boy, they really made that $71 billion back. Ooh. <laughs> no problem. 
Uh, we're also, I'm also going to be talking about remakes and and uh, and ripoffs. This is a t- topic that that happens in this podcast quite often, and mm-hmm. I'm going to revisit it again. Mm-hmm. C- we're going to cover some what's going on stuff, and then we're going to do some uh, what you've been watching yeah. later on. All right, here we go. All right, so recently, uh, CEO for Disney, I forget Bob Iger. Bob Iger is it still Bob Iger? I think it's it's definitely Iger. Is it? Sure. His first Why not? Let's just go with Bob Iger. Let's go with Bob Iger. He kind of did a public shellacking, public mm-hmm. crucifixion, uh, mm-hmm. crucifixion of of like 20th Century Fox, right? Because the, the the movies they released so far this year, right, haven't done well, right, right, and and it makes me it makes you think like, um, is this just this this way of saying like, hey, it's not our fault? Yeah, I know we own them now, but it's not our fault. Yeah, right. Be- because this is a year where this Disney film has released uh, Endgame, uh, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Uh, Lion King, Aladdin, these, these are all billion, billion dollar uh, uh, movies worldwide and stuff like that. Despite of that, their their stocks went down this quarter and stuff like that. And right. he, he pointed to the releases of uh, Fox Films as the reason why. Specifically, Dark Phoenix lost them like 170, I think. 170 million or something like that. So yeah. Wasn't the kid who would be king part of that too? I believe so, probably, yeah. All right, so I have a list here. Uh, the kid who would be king, right? Belly Angel, Lita. Or Alita Bell Angel. Oh, that's that was Fox. Yeah, co-production with Lightstorm, which is uh, James Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Oh, final film from 20th Century Fox as stand- a standalone producer. Okay. So, so this isn't part of the part of the Disney stuff. The Disney stuff started with Breakthrough, which okay. is a Christian okay. movie, which I believe made the money because it was only like a forty million dollar production right, and they right. made fifty million or whatever. That's the one where the kid drowned and came back to life. Correct. Three nice Okay. And then they had Dark Phoenix. Right. They had Stuber. And then the art of raising in the rain, which is the the movie right. about the 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 the, the, the dog, the, the dog the and the car and racing yeah, yeah. thing. The yeah. big loser is Dark Phoenix because Stuber only costs like ten million something like that. Uh, the car one of the dog I think costs like forty, which is a lot. I don't think, uh, but the big loss is the Dark Phoenix one. Correct, yeah. but see, judging it from the slate that, that Disney got from these four movies, mm-hmm. Breakthrough makes sense. A low production movie, yeah, uh, high reward. Dark Phoenix is high production movie, low reward. Yeah, Stuber, honestly, I I thought it would I would I thought it would have been a bigger hit. Yeah, right. Just based on the elements, like yeah, that could, that could be a hit. Mm-hmm. And the art raising the rain. I don't know how Twenty Century Fox would look at that and go, yeah, mm-hmm. let's make that movie. Yeah, <laughs> right. Stuber. Yeah, you think that that category has enough dog? There's enough dog movies. You know what I mean? You think that quota has been filled? You know what I mean? With a dog's journey home, with a dog's this and that. You know what I mean? Could, like, that be the, could that be it? Because they, they were seeing all these other dog movies making yeah. money. Yeah. They go, well, we have to have one too. I, guess. I can see the logic in it. Sure. So, sure so I, I know Foss is criticized, but based on these four movies, mm-hmm. a religious movie which right. makes money, yeah. uh, a comic book movie which technically should make money, a comedy buddy movie which yeah. should mm-hmm. make money. And a dog movie mm-hmm. that should make money. So, not to criticize them too much, but mm-hmm. I think if I was in their position, I probably would have said like, "Yeah, go for it." Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, it's not like it's not like Disney didn't know what 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 movies Fox was going to release this year and stuff. Right. Like that. And, they, and they still went ahead and and, uh, and spent seventy one billion dollars. You know what I mean? And most people, I think, agreed at the time they were they spent too much. It wasn't worth seventy one billion stuff like that. So right. I don't know. No. And also they're. Uh, so they are making changes. I also read a lot of the movies that Fox was, was like very close to start shooting and stuff like that are getting like axed and stuff like that. Remember, like for example, the Mouse Guard movie, right? The okay, Mouse yeah, Guard movie was yeah. going to be cost like one hundred and fifty, one hundred seventy million dollars, and they put the kibosh on that. They're not gonna, they're not gonna make that movie. 
Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. But I think the, the main thing here is that before Disney bought 20th Century Fox, people were warning, oh, well, Disney's going to own yet another studio. Yeah. There's going to be one less studio for people to pitch in their original ideas. Yeah. Since Disney only does remakes and, and comic book movies, mm-hmm. right? So there, there, there is a solid criticism about that fact. Mm-hmm. And 20th Century Fox does take risks with movies yeah. like the upcoming Ad Astra, which yeah. looking at the trailer, I'm like, that's, that's, that's a risky movie to release, really, yeah. kind of thing, right? And Fox uh, Searchlight, there, the independent wing, will have the new uh, Taika, Wiedi, Taika Waititi movie, right? Jojo Rabbit and stuff like that. Right. So, yeah. So, but so that's the thing, though. So, will Disney be open to release those kind of movies with their with them being in charge of Twenty Century Fox? My whole thing would be like, hey, if you're going to release those movies, I think Fox uh, Disney will say, you know what? Uh, keep our Disney logo out of it. You know what I mean? Just I call it uh, Fox Searchlight. You know what I mean? You don't right. have to put the Disney logo on and stuff like that. Especially, right. Yeah. So going forward, I think that's what they'll do and stuff. Like that. I think they're gonna really cut down on Fox Films. Uh, output on films, you know what I mean? Right. It'll be like five, they'll six. Have, maybe movies. they'll have final say. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Disney will say like, like, no, don't, don't do that movie. And they <laughs> might. I think they might cap all the budgets at like fifty million dollars. You know what I mean? Every every Fox movie in the future will be like fifty million dollars. I think that's the that's the most important factor. Mm-hmm. If if Twenty Century Fox wasn't spending so much money on these movies, yeah. And even if it doesn't make as much money, at least they they will, they will kind of break even, mm-hmm. and that will still be profitable mm-hmm. in some way. Basically, the uh, the Blumhouse Studios yeah. uh, strategy, use that. A lot of people said, well, there's not going to be any original movies. Well, Bloomhouse is making original movies. Yeah. And they're, they seem to be doing okay. Yeah. Right? So, and uh, A24. A24 is distributing mm-hmm. a lot of indie films. Yeah. They're, those are original movies. Mm-hmm. They seem to be doing okay. Yeah. Right? So, so, so Disney could theoretically do the same thing with 20th Century Fox and uh, Fox Searchlight. Yeah. My whole thing, if I was Disney, I would just like, you know what? Unless it's a comic book movie, unless it's a Marvel movie, you know what I mean? Not, there's, no, there's nothing going to be be put out there that's over $150 million of budget. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, cap Fox at like $50 million at most. No, 50 is like, that's, that's really marketing money. Yeah, that's that's like modest. It's going to be 100 Oh, see, that's the thing though. It can't yeah. be 100 because yeah. that's, that's too much. Yeah, too. 100 is too much. It has yeah. to be like 50 and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And then any like independent movies will just go to Fox Searchlight. So for those like $10 million movies and stuff yeah. like that, it just go to Fox Searchlight and stuff like that. That's how I break it down. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean like I mentioned Ad Astra and that's a space, that's a space mm-hmm. movie so mm-hmm. it looks expensive with Brad Pitt yeah. and whatnot. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. The only uh, exception would be probably be Avatar, right? James Cameron. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. That's yeah. going to be a lot. But the thing is, I was I was thinking about the IPs that Fox has. I mean, is anybody really hammering, I mean, really going for the next uh, Alien movie? Are they really, do we really care about the next Predator movie and stuff like that? So besides oh, Avatar. But, I mean, those are franchises. Disney could tweak them to make it appealing. Yeah. So know. here, here's a quick list of the upcoming movies under 20th Century Fox. Sure. Ad Astra, I mentioned that. Terminator Dark Fate. Which actually looks good. Basically. That's a Fox movie? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Internationally distributed only. Sorry. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Internationally distributed only. Gotcha. Okay. I wonder how the international deals work with this yeah. then. Hmm. Right. Um, Ford versus Ferrari. That looks good. That looks, that looks good. good yeah. But I don't know how much to spend on that movie. Yeah. And so. But that's the kind of movie I would be. If I was Disney, I would tell Fox to make that kind of movie. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah. I but is was, that that's the kind of movie that, that Disney doesn't make anymore? Yes, that's what it would This that's the kind of movie that would go to like Netflix and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. But and stuff. Like that. But that's that's what I would go. Like, hey, I think that one is probably less than fifty million dollars, right? Hey, just make these fifty million dollars. Is movies. it though? Well, that's a lot so. of Ford and Ferrari can't be cheap. I mean, unless and they, they can't CG the cars, but, so they have. But to that's use... product placement though for for Ford and Ferrari. You know <laughs> I what I mean? Yes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Spice in disguise. No idea what that is. Uh, that's the cartoon with the with where the guy turns into a. Oh, pigeon. that's the Will Smith one. Okay, okay. Uh, I think the animation f- side of Twenty Century Fox are probably really worried. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I think 
Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think all those guys are getting pink slips and stuff like that. Is that a movie called Underwater, which I believe stars Kirsten Stewart? I think. I have no idea. What that yeah, is. Kirsten Stewart. Really. Um, the plot for this one is yeah. premise: yeah. a crew of underwater researchers must scramble to to safety after an earthquake devastates their subterranean laboratory. Well said, <laughs> well said indeed. Uh, that's a movie that I don't see Disney ever approving. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what any of those words mean. Kristen Stewart underwater adventure. I don't know what well, that earthquakes yeah, trap trap in a trap oh, yeah. in a thing. All right, what else? Okay, uh, I lost the page here. And then you got uh, uh, the Kingsman. Sequel. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's okay. a go. Yeah. Call of the Wild, which I think is this another one has a big star in it too. Uh the Kingsman actually is another example. I it thinks a little bit more than fifty million, but that's the kind of thing I would uh, I would tell if I was this I'd tell Fox to make. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh Call of the Wild. The premise is a domesticated oh dog. <laughs> a domesticated dog named mm-hmm. Buck is stolen from his Santa Clara, California home and sold yeah. to fright. Freight haulers in the Yukon. Yeah. And it stars people like Harrison Ford, Dan Stevens, Karen Gillan, Omar Sy, Brad, uh, Bradley Whitford. Yeah. I'm known. All right. What else? Anything else? Uh, this one, uh, New Mutants. See how that goes. No, that's not going to come out. Uh, Fear Street. Fear Street is co-production with Chernin Entertainment. I have no idea. This- well, the, well, the real test for this uh, Disney Fox thing will be like in starting probably late 2020, right? Because uh, what do you call it? The, the deal just went through this year. So, uh, whatever Fox was going to release, bef- you know, it was set into motion before the deal. Cl- it was set into motion before the deal closed, right? So the stuff that they're pr- Disney now has full control. So we'll see what Fox Disney will look like probably mid to late to next year, right? Right. You know what I mean? Because now they're now they're in the books and they're okaying, you know, Fox. Like I said, they they took an axe to Mars Mouse Guard. They also I heard the Taika Waititi was also working on a Flash Gordon movie. They also axe and stuff. Put the kibosh on that. Just today, they mentioned uh, some director was working on the, a new Doom movie, right? Remember? For, oh, right, right. Yeah, right. and that they, that's pretty much dead and stuff yeah, like that. That's, so, that's, that's, yeah. Um, and also, I think Iger's saying, I think he said that during like a, a shareholders meeting. I think he's just like saying, hey, listen, this isn't on us, man. <laughs> this, this is, I did my part. You know what I mean? We're, we're, it's going to take a year, two years to, to wipe out uh, Fox's slate and, you know. Mm. Uh, Fear Street is. In 1984, a group of teenagers find out that the terrifying events that have occurred in their town of Shady Side, Ohio, may be connected to each other, and that may be the, that they may be the next targets. Right. R.L. Stein. Oh, based on okay. R.L. Stein oh, cool. series. Right. So it's kind of yeah. like Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah. Also, oddly enough, stars uh, Sadie Sink. Oh, also oh. from Stranger Things. Nice. So I can see Disney approving that yeah. one. And my whole thing, uh, if I was Iger, I was a bit, hey, listen, we bought, we, we spent $71 billion and stuff, but it's mostly for the app. We can put Vox's library on, on the app. That's all it is. Okay, just, just yeah. wrapping this up real quick. There's also a movie called Free Guy, uh, Bob, Bob Burger, Bob's Burgers, the movie, Dead on the Nile. It's just a sequel to Murder of right. the Orient Express. Uh, Ron's Gone Wrong. I don't know what that is. West Side Story. That's definitely going to happen. Uh, the Woman in the Window. Uh, Nimona, uh, which is another cartoon. And then Avatar, 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 and Avatar. And uh, that's pretty much the slate for 20th Century Fox slash Disney. We'll see how it goes. Following up from our previous segment, um, we're going to go back to Disney here. Because I'm going to mention Avatar. One one of the mention one of the things that a lot of people always mention, oh, Avatar is just Ferngully meets Dances with the Wolves and Pocahontas, right? Correct. And they would be correct. 
And they were talking, oh, it's just a ripoff, blah, 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 blah. Of Dances with Wolves, yes. And Pocahontas and Ferngali, blah, 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 blah. And then the other thing that that I keep hearing about, especially related to Disney, is, oh, remake, remake, remake. We already have the original. Why should we have a remake? Mm -hmm. Right? So now I can finally say I have the the absolute three-word answer or a four-word answer (laughs) to why all those arguments and complaints is null and void. Mm -hmm. Four words are... The Lion King 2019. Uh-huh. Right? Which is essentially a remake. Yes. All right? That's one thing. And it's well-loved. Uh, it's, sure, why not? Okay. Sure, why not? Yeah. But it's uh, generally... Well, critics are complaining about it. Yeah. But, but, uh, but it's generally well-loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made It's like the number two best-selling movie in the box office yeah, right now after Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. So clearly the audience love it. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's a remake. And yet people are going gaga over it. Yeah. Right. So that's one thing. One mm-hmm. strike against the people arguing like, oh, there's too many remake. Yeah. Right. Because apparently people like remakes. Yeah. The other argument is the Lion King is essentially a ripoff of Kimba the White Lion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So if they're okay with the Lion King being a ripoff and and a remake, mm-hmm. then this argument about ripoffs and remakes mm-hmm. is not in void. Yeah. That is my that is my mm-hmm. answer to that. The Lion King. Oh, well, hold on. I have a little bit of a pushback, but I haven't gone. I haven't done a deep dive on Kimba in a while. But uh-huh. I have seen some people on Twitter, some YouTube followers, that they've they've done some pushing back. They said yes, uh, Kimba and Lion King shares a lot of similarities yes. visually and stuff like that. But p- people who've actually seen Kimba, the what was it a series or was it a movie? It's a series. It's a series. If you it's actually a, well, watch, it's a series plus a movie. It's just possible. You say if you actually watch it and stuff like that, the story is actually very, very different. Stuff like that. Right. A, a lot no of visually different system. than Fern Gully has a different story yeah. than Avatar. And also, uh, what's it called? Uh, they say it's also uh, both stories are just basically Hamlet and stuff like that. Yeah, Shakespeare is Shakespeare. universal. Everybody yeah. has ripped off from Shakespeare. It's not an argument that anybody yeah. can. Really so my make o- my only thing is like, hey, if because I heard there was rumors that that the people that uh, made Lion King was in touch with with the people. Of the uh, maker of uh, Kim, that is correct. Kim, if that's true, then then money should be exchanged and stuff like that. But if not, I don't. It's not that. Big there, there is a link in the show note that I'll I'll leave on, which is a video that was made even a year, two years mm-hmm. ago, whatever. Um, it does talk about what you exactly said. Yeah. The original concept design of Kimba was Kimba. Of Simba was he was white. Yeah. Simba's original design was he was a white lion. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Matthew Broderick saw the script for mm-hmm. for The Lion King, he thought, oh, you guys are remaking Kimba the White Lion. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Animators in general know cartoons. Yeah. They would know who was, uh, who Tezuka is. Yeah. They would know what Kimba mm-hmm. the White Lion is when they were drawing Simba on the frames, mm-hmm. right? So so the whole marketing scheme in 1994 with Disney was like, oh, it's the first original cartoon from Disney, even though you can easily say, but it's Hamlet, essentially, yeah. right? Uh, is is stupid, yeah. right? Um, Avatar never said original. They just said, yeah. this is James Cameron's Avatar, mm-hmm. right? And people can argue it's a ripoff of those other properties, which is which is something that, that you can never really prove because at least until Cameron said, like, yeah, we got some stuff from those movies. There is stuff blah, you can't prove, though. Remember, uh, what's his name? Which uh, which author sued Cameron for the Terminator? Oh or? yes, yes, that's yeah. true. So yes, he, he has been known to to yeah. get inspiration. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I just go back a little bit. Uh, original point: uh, the people that 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 criticized the 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 2019 uh, Lion King, it's like it's not. They're not saying it's not going to be profitable, or it's not going to make money and stuff. Like that. It's not going to be popular and stuff. They just say it's a it's a soulless kind of a venture. It doesn't make a real artistic statement stuff like that. You know, that's the other thing that they're saying too. And also, we didn't review the Lion King. 
here on the podcast. No. And, and I, I just wanted to mention that actually I, I enjoyed it. I think it's of the these kind of remakes and some of that, it's actually the most consistently good in the sense that ah, from, I disagree. from beginning, <laughs> middle, and end, I, I, I it, it held my attention. It's not great. At the end of the day, but the thing is, the criticism I have of the other remakes is the same one that still applies to to the, this Lion King. At the end of the day, it, I just, it, it's it's empty calories. You know what I mean? Like I can like you know I don't even think about the new uh, Lion King. If people talk about Lion King in general, it's like oh, I always look back to the, the Matthew, cartoon, the, yeah, yeah, the, the cartoon. ninety-four version, yeah, ninety-four version. Agree. Right, so yeah, yeah. As much as I I I acknowledge that Kimba the White Lion is very similar to Lion King or vice versa, mm-hmm. um, I I do like Lion King. I do like Lion King in the ninety-four version based on the Elton John songs and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this remake. And just quick slight review here, and not too much spoilers here. Mm-hmm. I by, mean, come on. By spoilers? default, Real, by, by default, by default, I enjoyed the movie yeah. because it's so it's not, yeah. similar yeah, yeah. to the '94 version. Dude, I don't care how cold blooded you are, how heartless you are. When that intro hits with the eyes yeah. and you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's incredibly. That's moving. the best part of the movie. It's the best part of the movie. It's just um, that introduction is unbelievable. And stuff like it that. is the scene that, that they, I believe they tweaked the most because that's what they were doing to sell yeah. the concept of doing this movie was that scene. So yeah. they, they tweaked that the most. Um, my, my only thing is though, the singing, not as good as the original, whatever. Um, the, the original songs, <laughs> does that at all? Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, they had a scene to, to Can You Feel the Love Tonight shot in the daytime. Yeah. Which is awkward, like, yeah. how could you overlook that yeah. part? Okay, that's and yeah. not only that, but cats in general don't really have much emotions in yeah. their faces. Yeah. And and the cartoon version shows a lot of emotions. Yeah. So that in itself is why I, I would always prefer the 94 version compared to this. Right? But by default, I enjoyed it because it's the same story. Mm-hmm. It's the same songs and whatnot. So, yeah. My whole thing is like uh, some of the songs work. The ones where you don't see the actual animals singing works. You know what I mean? Like the uh, Can You Feel the Love actually works <laughs> except, for me. Except for the daytime. <laughs> yeah, except for the daytime part. And also the the, the, the first part, the first song. I forgot what it's called now. But anyway, those songs work. But the Circle, one, Circle of Life, you mean? Yeah, Circle of Life. There you go. Yeah. Yes, yes, but the yes. songs where the animals are supposed to be singing – does not work, work at all. Not like at all. like uh, uh, I can't wait to be king. Because thing is, when you when you see musicals in the movie theater, I and mean, when you see uh, uh, people singing stuff, by nature it's fantastical. You know what I mean? It's right. it's it's otherworldly. It's not natural and stuff like that. But because the the animation is so photorealistic, there's no expression in the in the thing. You know Correct. what I mean? Correct. I actually looked at the original Lion King and that song. I would be king. The whole color palette changes when you start Correct. singing that song, yep. and the expression and the faces. You just can't capture that. In photorealism, it just doesn't work. In some of that, it just Plus doesn't work. There's choreography too in yeah. the in in the background animals yeah. doing certain dances or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So that's something you just can't yeah. repl- replicate in the live. But action I do like the, the Lion King in, in the sense like it's it's just the most consistent. It's the only one where I feel like they didn't jam in an extra thirty minutes. You know what I mean? But uh, they did. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't feel. But they added. I, what I liked about it, they tweaked it a few minutes there, a few minutes there. Oh, sure, like sure, sure. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a big. Humping, it wasn't like a big, it wasn't like really jammed into like the Beauty and the Beast, you know what I mean? Or Aladdin, where it's like a big giant chunk uh, uh, at, at one time, you know what I mean? So, you know. Yeah. But, go, but going back to my original point, yeah. people complain that Avatar is a ripoff. The Lion King makes it null and void because clearly, just because something is a ripoff doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Pe- people saying that remakes are unnecessary because the original exists, mm-hmm. clearly, you can still e- enjoy remakes a la The Lion King 2019. Yeah. All right, so so you people complaining about this stuff, don't be so passionate about it because the Lion King 2019 
already prove you wrong. Yeah, it's made uh, a that's lot. what I'm saying. It's made a lot of money. It's not going to stop. You know, it's yeah. just not. And also, that's the other thing. It's just, it's just not going to stop. People who complain about Lion King, uh, about, like I said, no, it, not Lion King specifically. I'm talking about yeah, remakes, remakes and, and ripoffs. It's, it's, it's not going. It's not. It's not going to stop. You know what I mean? It's, it's just not going to stop. You know what yeah. I mean? The only thing you, you can make it stop is like if you just stop uh, putting your money into it and. That's all you can do, and you're not. People yeah. are not. Well, you know, and, and it always also helps when you don't realize it's a remake. It also always helps when you don't realize it's a ripoff, yeah. right? And and those when when those movies catches you without knowing those facts, when you complain about another movie that's a ripoff or a remake, you like in the Lion King makes it makes your argument invalid. Mm-hmm. So there. As of this recording, it's currently five twenty a.m. on August 14, twenty nineteen, in Nairobi, Kenya. And it's time we take a look and see what's going on. Of course, I chose Kenya because that's kind of loosely what where the Lion King is set up. So that's that's why. Is it though? That's the is connection. It? I well, thought, that, Pride, that's, that's I thought where, it was Pride Rock. Yeah, Pride Rock is in Kenya. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, people go to go to Kenya and look for Pride Rock. Sure. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, here's some news articles for uh, what's going on. So blah blah blah. Uh, company stirs debate with defense of Taco Tuesday trademark. Apparently, somebody trademarked Taco Tuesdays years ago. Okay. But the thing is, though, is that, okay, 30 years ago, to be specific, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a Cheyenne-based Taco John's, which has mm-hmm. nearly 400 locations in 23 states, put its legal stamp on Taco Tuesday 30 years ago. And it's since zing cease and desist letters at offenders far and wide. <sighs> where does it get to a point where it's been used so often that you can't sue them anymore? Yeah. It's... it's, it's- it's part of uh, common language and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it, it, everyday it, language. It, it kind of sucks for them. Yeah. They they trademarked it, and they're not, they're not going to make any money off it anymore. Yeah, but still, it's just, it's just expressions of that. It's like Kleenex when people yeah. go like, "Oh, get me some Kleenex." Mm-hmm. Kleenex doesn't get money for that anymore because you know yeah. what they're referring to. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. So it's uh, too bad. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of needing defense, mm-hmm. apparently security researchers have found that DSLR cameras that have access to Wi-Fi are vulnerable to ransomware attack. Which is a horrible thing to think about because you, if you have a DSLR camera and you're taking pictures and then suddenly somebody gives you a ransomware attack mm-hmm. on your phone mm-hmm. that has your camera and mm-hmm. pictures in it, that's a horrible thing to think well, about. Yeah, I should, I should, I'm going to delete my dick pics right after this. So essentially, like, if you have a DSLR camera who, who doesn't use their smartphones anymore, mm-hmm. um, turn off the Wi-Fi function. <laughs> turn what? off the Wi-Fi function and then when you're in your secure place at home... Mm-hmm. Then go ahead and do any kind of uploading or whatever. Yeah, nobody's gonna do that. Because the thing is though is that those those this is what they call the, the DSLR camera Wi-Fi is what they call uh IoT internet on mm-hmm. IoT, is that right? No. It's um is it the phrase where you use like regular objects that has access to the internet, mm-hmm. like a microwave or refrigerator. Oh sure. Yeah, they're they're essentially devices that don't have much security mm-hmm. because you don't think about putting yeah. security mm-hmm. in those devices. Mm-hmm. Right and apparently I've I've seen a pop star there stop popping so I know, I know. yes that's yes, right that's good reference good yeah. reference if you haven't seen pop star there stop watch the movie yeah it's a good movie funny movie uh but yeah so so essentially if you have any device that uses public Wi Fi and it's mm-hmm. not secured you may not want to turn that Wi Fi on yeah that's all I gotta give you words of warning uh speaking of technology Amazon's facial recognition mistakenly labels twenty six California lawmakers as criminals. Jesus Christ. Are you sure the facial recognition was actually not accurate? Yeah. <laughs> My God. But yeah. So so facial recognition, still a long ways to go before it's perfect. So no. uh, keep going at it, people. Uh, speaking of images, apparently Japan's number one cosplayer attracts jaw-dropping crowds at Summer Comic Cat. If you click on the link, um, there is a cosplayer named 
What's her name? She's supposed to be the number one. Oh, Enako. Enako is supposed to be the number one cosplayer in Japan. And if you look at the picture on the show notes, she is essentially like surrounded by thousands of cosplayers. Cosplayers. Thousands of pe- mm-hmm. people. People. Pervs. Thousands of men. Oh, men. Thousands of pervs around, yeah. like in a circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like in the middle of the crowd. What's she cosplaying it? Uh, she's this one looks Anything like she's, she's dressed as a you know your typical maid maid outfit. Oh really? Yeah. So she's essentially like um, she's essentially like like the, the the whole gimmick is that a lot of people take a picture of her because she's always surrounded by thousands of people around her. Okay. Right, and she's that's cute. the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. she's cute. Um, yeah, yeah. But if you notice, uh, if you don't look at the pictures, yeah, they're all they're all they're all guys in the uh, with with cameras. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. She can essentially fill in a stadium with just her. Why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, speaking of something you need to see, though, mm-hmm. if you haven't watched Simone Biles' two historic gymnastic routines, you need mm-hmm. to see them now. Yeah. So it's on YouTube. You can Google it. Mm-hmm. I also put a, a link to one of the one of the websites that, that are promoting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's impressive. Yeah. She's literally doing a floor exercise where she jumps up in the air three times her height, mm-hmm. and she does all these flips in the air. It's yeah. like it's almost supernatural. It's yeah. almost inhuman. People mentioned uh, what he's like. She's like four eight or something like that, and she her elevation. She jumps like ten feet and stuff like that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like that. That's, yeah, that's nuts. crazy. Yeah, I've seen that 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 floor exercise in particular. I've seen it in uh, real time, real speed, and also in slow motion. I still have no idea what she's doing. You know what I mean? It's so fast and so. T- Torquey and it's, right. it's, it's unbelievable. It's un, it's unreal. It's all I know is uh, twenty years from now, her bones are gonna feel really bad. Oh, right, go. That's all I gotta uh-huh. say. And that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to the next topic, just in case the listeners actually care, John, May, where can people find you online? And, and listeners shouldn't care, but I'm on Twitter, J I A M I N G L O U. And it's Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five X Five. If you want to send us email, send it to whowhatworstwhy at gmail.com. If you want to leave a quick comment, leave it on our Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. If you want to show your support, head over to whowhatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at theyaxis.bandcamp.com or Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. And uh, all the links and information can be found at whowhatworstwhy.com. All right, real quick, we're doing a record time here in this episode. We just the three, we just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Ruti's our uh, seriously no, the ball, not. the old ball and chains that's slowing <laughs> us down. Am I right? Actually, that Ruti is really me and you. But but for whatever reason, this episode is going by pretty yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. So jumping really quick, you wanted to do like uh, what we've been watching segment. Yeah, uh, what, what do you got? I actually been watching a little bit of TV recently. Uh, I could so here's a couple of recommendations. Uh, first, number one is Veronica Mars. Uh, yes. This new season, season four. Season four on uh, Hulu, and so I, I, I mentioned this to uh, Albert uh, via text. I really think they cracked the code as far as the perfect amount of Veronica Mars. You know what I mean? And just also dramas in general on streaming. Right. I think it should be eight. It's eight episodes. It's one hour each. It's, what happened to your thing about twelve episodes? Now it's ten episodes. Yeah, and now it's, it's eight it's episodes. Less and less and less, less. You know what I mean? It's just like because <laughs> Veronica Mars. I love Veronica Mars uh, back in the day. So, right. but twenty-two episodes, one hour. It's it's a bit much. You know what I mean? But I think eight hour. I mean. Eight one-hour episodes is just perfect. Yeah, Mwah. and if you've never seen Veronica Mars, Hulu has the whole series yeah. plus the movie mm-hmm. and the, the new season as well. And the new season is just fantastic. It's a very it's really good. It, it, the mystery is great. It's character-driven and stuff like that. It's fantastic. I really enjoyed. It. I don't want. This is a non-spoiler. So I don't want to say too yeah. much. Yeah. So if uh, if you're a big fan of Veronica Mars, you should you, you should definitely watch it. Even if you're not a fan of Veronica, Mars, I think you could pick up 
uh, pretty easily, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think you need to, need to know much about Veronica Mars before the season four and stuff like that. Yeah, when when, when she was originally pitched, or when she originally came out in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. uh, she was pitched as a modern Nancy Drew. Yeah, mm-hmm. essentially, right? And it still falls under that. She's yeah. still now you could say she's a modern, because you know, there's been a lot of procedurals that came out in the two thousands. She's kind of in that ballpark as well, but but her she has a more serialized storyline. That's yeah. one thing. About and it's it. more adult, uh, versus the the original um, WN. No, WPN? even the original one. I mean, I mean, it, the, the first episode she talks about a being about the rape thing. Yeah, I mean, not much of a spoiler. It's the first episode, but uh, yeah. So it's I it's this always one, been somewhat adult. But the Hulu, I think they can push it a little bit further. I think you can the Hulu one definitely the language and the yeah. nudity and stuff. It seems they. They're pushing it and stuff. Like so there was a bit, a bit of a controversy with how the season four ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down for you? Thumbs up for me. I, I enjoyed the twist. I, I honestly didn't yeah. mind the twist in her. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Veronica Mars is the center. Oh, now that we're saying there's a twist. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, the, the, I'm just saying. At, to me, at the end of the day, Veronica Mars is the most important character. Don't ever. say anymore. And she. <laughs> Don't say anymore. No, she's the most important character. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, what else? What else? The second one, also another Hulu recommendation. It's uh, Mindy, Mindy Kipling's. Oh, Mindy Kipling? Kaling. Mindy Kaling's adaptation of the movie Four Weddings and a Funeral. Uh, oh, okay. It's a four, it's a twelve episode miniseries that's adapted from the movie, and I've seen the first four episodes. It's really charming, really fun. If you want to watch something that's uh, kind of you know about uh, pretty people, smart people, funny people. Uh, watch uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral on Hulu. It's, well, it's, you need it's, to have seen the original. No, get, nothing. Get, okay. yeah, it doesn't matter and stuff like that. Yeah, it's also it, you, you, you say this a lot, but it's, it bears repeating. It's very inclusive. You know what I mean? The cast mm-hmm. is very inclusive. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, people with different uh, skin colors, sexualities. You know what I mean? Okay. And it's not. Uh, why? Why I thought? What's interesting about it? It's not so much driven by the rom com of it all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The romance of it all. It's actually just. About their daily lives and how they kind of get through their daily lives in in London and stuff like that. It's good. I, I I'm enjoying it a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else have you seen? Uh, uh, I don't. I know you don't watch it, but I really enjoy Glow. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Season yeah. three just came out. It just came out. That. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's another one of those things where it's kind of perfect. It's, it's in my ep- two watch list. It's ten episodes. <laughs> it's about 30, 35 minutes each episode and stuff like that. It this season takes place in Vegas and it's just good. It's really good. It's actually a very interesting. Cr- it, 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 you know the premise, right? It's wrestling yes, in the yes. 80s and stuff like that. Right. But this season, it, they, t- they it's actually very... How far is it to the actual... How, how close is it to the actual real-life glow? I don't think it's... I don't think... I think that's just a springboard and stuff like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Especially this season. This season, they take the stories, they take the characters, the setting. It's actually a very interesting critique of Hollywood. Say no more. You know? I'll find, out, I'll find it good. out myself and I'll watch it. It's really good. I enjoyed this season of glow. It's, it's a, uh, a lot. It's good. It's yes. really good. What's the last one? There was something else. I haven't finished The Boys yet, so I can't. We can't talk about that. All right, we'll jump right there then. Um, I've been. I watched The Boys. I yeah. love The Boys. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, I started reading the comic books again or again. I started reading the comic books because of the first season of of The Boys and how it ended. I'm like, I need to know what happens mm-hmm. next. Apparently, they took a lot of liberties compared yeah. to the book, so they're actually two different properties essentially. But if you like the if you like the the the, the shock the shocking stuff. And the the mystery intrigue stuff that Game of Thrones gave you, consider watching The Boys. It's essentially uh, a superhero show with that shocking reveals and mm-hmm. and like twist stuff and and really nasty characters like in Game of Thrones. Yeah, but if you want to change your pace show. from the MCU, the DC 
uh, movies and stuff like that. There's a nice change of pace and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is right before uh, HBO has their Watchmen show too. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it would be cool in Amazon. Um, speaking of Amazon, I also we actually finally finished watching the six episodes uh, miniseries, uh, Good Omens. Good Omens. Mm-hmm. Good Omens, written by Neil Gaiman. Uh, really fun show. Really fun show. Uh, it's definitely a Neil Gaiman type written mm-hmm. show. And, and my, my recommendation is do not take your eyes off eyes off the screen when you're watching this show because uh-huh. Neil Gaiman is a very efficient writer. Uh-huh. Essentially, any scene is important for you to watch, even if it's just five seconds. He's just jam packed everything. He just jam packs everything yeah. to the six episodes miniseries, and yeah, you can't look away. <laughs> yes. Keep watching. And if you get a chance, uh, if you like the the, the TV show, uh, read the book that's based on yeah. Good Omens by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. And and for the people who have read the books, mm-hmm. um, the the TV show actually implements some ideas that he was going to use for the for the could have been right. second book. Mm-hmm. It's a great book. It's one of the few books I actually read in my life, and it's, it's a fantastic book and stuff like that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Rest in peace, uh, Terry Pratchett. Yeah, rest in peace, Terry Pratchett. Uh, uh-huh. What else? I think that's it. That's Young it. Justice. Oh, Young Justice is. I think we'll probably review that maybe towards the end and stuff. Like that. But if you maybe, the thing I, is, I don't think it's worth reviewing. The thing is, if, the thing is, if you like the the previous incarnation of Young Justice, you'll be season, disappointed by the season. Oh, how dare you! How dare you! Sure, they could take one or two episodes out and stuff. Oh, like that. one or two, really? Yeah, but you know, it's not as tight as it could be. If, if like you that. wanted yeah, the previous Young Justice with more filler, this is the season for how you. How dare you! To be fair, they're not feelers because every episode has an important part of the plot. Blah, blah, blah. Al- also, to be fair, you haven't seen how it wraps up and stuff like that. Maybe it all tightens up. It all comes to cohe- it, uh, it comes in a cohesive little thing at the end. And stuff like oh, so, there's yeah. also a little bit of Easter egg. If you look at the the first letter of each yeah. episode title, it spells out... Uh, the dark side equation. So, uh, the uh, Anti-life equation? The anti-life equation, yeah. The an- yeah. yeah. So, something like that? Something like the, the anti-life equation. Uh, uh, it has to spell out to 26 characters. Yeah. Because it's 26 episodes yeah. this season. Uh, speak, but speaking of uh, DC stuff, mm-hmm. Young Just, Young Into Titans. Titans, yeah. Titans, I finally finished a few weeks ago. Uh, first episode still crap, but the rest of the season is oh, okay. pretty good. Right. It's pretty good. And right. I'm looking forward to the new season, especially after the teaser they showed. Uh, but the, I think the you should really watch movie. Doom. I heard Doom Patrol. Was, I saw the first episode. I saw Doom the Patrol. first episode of Doom Patrol. It's fantastic. I love that first yeah. episode. It was I, very quirky and fantastic, but I, I never actually went. I should go back and watch. I don't know why. I love the first episode. I didn't, but I have gone back and watched the rest of it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, what else? Uh, what else is there? Oh, watch Ducktales. If you haven't watched Ducktales yet, great show. I'm waiting for uh, Disney Plus to watch Ducktales. I heard it's good though. Yeah. Uh, watch uh, Star Wars Rebels, Disney Plus, mm-hmm. uh, Clone Wars, Disney Plus. Uh, all this stuff you can look forward to. Hope I think did they ever even mention that those things are going to show up no, in Disney Plus? No idea. It's going to be a surprise they on better. November 30th. Yeah, because right right now the only way to watch Rebels is if you pay for it. Yeah. So at some point they're gonna come out with like a list of things that they're gonna have on uh, November twenty second, right? So we'll have yeah. to wait and see. Yeah. Okay. What else have you been watching? Oh, uh, um, b- 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 what else, sir? Yeah, the one the one show that everybody should be watching, um, Marvel's Agents of Shield. Oh my Watch God. that show before before the season finale, the series finale, which is next season. How's it, how's this season? It's still good. It's really good. If you like the characters, you will still like the show, and essentially you're watching the show for the characters. Yeah. Just it's- no different than when you watch Firefly. For the characters, you watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the characters, Dollhouse for the characters. Right. It's pretty much the Widen Touch. You watch the show for the characters. Okay. Yes, I think I, I shall end it there. All right. Thanks for listening. This was episode 249 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on Do What Works My Network. Next week will be our 250th episode. 
Hey now. It's going to be formatted slightly different than, than normal, mm-hmm. but uh, do listen to that. I have it set so that you'll get to know us a little bit better. Oh, God. Yeah. So you should keep your pants on, right? Fun and interesting. As long as you keep your pants 250 on. 250 oh, next God. episode. See you then.